Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Headlines with Polly here in a couple of minutes. First, our thanks again to Brett Boone uh, with some great stories. His family, Christmases, his grandma. What a story about I his love grandma. that, man. That was Absolutely amazing. amazing. Yeah. And then just that, his, his opinion, Nugget at the end. And I think I may have fallen into the trap that, well, given what has happened to Fernando Tatis Jr. over the last year, he can't help but come in a little bit humble and you know, whatever you need. And, and from what we've heard, that has been his attitude talking to Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller. Yeah, I just want to help the team. I just want to help him win, whatever you need me to do. He said it a number of times. But it's that's not always the case, even if that's what you expect and that's the right thing. When push comes to shove, as Brett Boone said, superstar athletes, you know, come with, he called it confidence. You can call it an ego, whatever. It's probably essential to being who they are, not probably. It is. It's one hundred percent essential to being who he is. But I it mean, can also be a bit of a, if not a problem, but it can certainly be an issue that has to be worked through when you're asking guys to make sacrifices that they have never had to make in their lives. I'm sure Fernando Tatis Jr. Since he's every been team five. he has played at every age, <laughs> he's always been. The guy. The shortstop. The shortstop. The player. Everything is revolved around him. Three whole shortstop his entire life. And by the way, that's true of Xander Bogarts. That's true of Manny Manny Machado. Machado. That's true of Juan Soto. That's true of Jake Cronenworth. That's true of Austin Nola. That's true of Hassan Kim. That's true of Trent Grisham. That's true of every guy in the big leagues is the best guy in their town. Hell, Justin Verlander was probably an all-league player shortstop for his high school team. There's and pitch. But at at some point, you know, even for like, you know, Trent Grisham and Jake Cronenworth, you get to college, they're still one of the the best players in the minor leagues. They're one of the best guys. But now they're surrounded by other talented players. But for those four, at least, even when they got to the big leagues, they've always been the man. Yep. Bogarts has been the man. Soto's been the man. Manny's been the man. Tatis has been the man. Now, there are other stars in baseball, and there's maybe one other star in your team. No one's ever had to play, really, with four gigantic stars all back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back 
same field, same lineup. It's something that I think is going to be a, a challenge for Bob Melvin going into this 2023 season. If you know, and again, I know we love Bob Melvin on this show, um, but I think if there is a guy to do it, it's it's him. And that was from day one the hire from every player we've talked to. Nobody manages personalities uh, better, and egos better than Bob Melvin. Nobody, nobody's a nobody. No manager that anybody has ever played for that we've talked to has managed to communicate better with them than Bob Melvin. So who else would you want in there? Sigmund Freud. I mean, seriously, like that's that's what it's going to be a big part of his his job this year. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to imply. Wow, it's a mistake. You just brought in too many good players. They, yeah, you know, it's a chemistry problem. You should have thought of that. No. It's always the right thing to bring in the best ball players you can, and then you figure out the way to make it work. And if they don't make it work, then that's on that's on the players, and that's on Bob Melvin. I don't think that's on AJ Preller. You, they have to figure out now a way to turn all that talent into a ton of wins and hopefully a World Series title because AJ has done his job yep. for the most part. Yeah, there's still bits and pieces yep. to do, but. He's done it. Peter Seidler, more than done his job as owner. Now it's on the coaching staff and the players to figure out a way to make it work. And if that means Fernando Tatis Jr. is in left field, even though Brett Boone says, I don't really see him as a left fielder, someone's going to have to play out there and be in the field, and someone's going to have to make that sacrifice. And right now it feels like Tatis is the guy you're going to ask first to do it. Yeah, if they haven't already. You know, and and again, oh, I, they have they they've talked about. It. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I, I for him, it's also there's a way that you can there's a way you can massage it by saying you have been injured and you are coming off of two surgeries. So we're not going to push you back uh, this year. We're not going to push you into a lot of time on the on the dirt and and a lot of time in the field. You're going to hit and you're going to be a part of this team and we're going to go out and and compete for a World Series this year. So as long as he's in the lineup, as I've said it like a mantra. Uh, please don't call coaches show and say that I said something different. I didn't. I just want him in the lineup. I don't care where he plays. I just want him to hit. I just want him to hit one, two, three, or four uh, in this lineup, and and preferably in those top three. And if he's the DH, Ben, a hundred days this year, great, fine, doesn't matter. I just want him. We've got defense now that that can that can. Um, facilitate him moving to a designated hitter role as he gets back to where we all want him to be. Now, next year could be an interesting story. Could be an interesting, interesting story. This year, I just don't see them saying, oh, we got to rush this kid back and get him out in the center field or out in left field or out in right field uh, this year because he's got a repaired shoulder. He's still in a cast for his wrist. Um, if he's ready, if he's ready and taking full hacks first day of spring training, I'll be surprised. Because it's never been the timeline with Fernando. And that's not a knock on him. It's just what's happened. And so if he's there day one, ripping balls uh, out of the yard down in Peoria, I'll be surprised. I will be pleasant, very pleasantly surprised, but I will be surprised. It's funny because I feel the same way. Even though the Padres have told us the timeline is he'll be ready for spring training. Sure. And then you know probably while he finishes the suspension, he's allowed to, I believe, do a minor league rehab assignment at least for two weeks of it so you know probably go down to AAA for a couple of weeks uh, to stay sharp and then come up but part of me goes i i will he really be ready like the first day of spring training are we are we talking march 1st are we talking march 7th right when he's really back out there he'll get plenty of playing time he'll have a bunch of the guys will be gone for the wbc he'll still be there 
should have plenty of time to get himself ready during spring training in that extra couple of weeks uh, during the suspension with a minor league rehab stint. But, yeah, will it be day one, though, Jan- February 21st, whatever right. it is, picture, you know, yeah, February 20th. Players, reports, I'm not sure. It is the 20th, and, yeah, I would be surprised. Uh, and, again, pleasantly surprised if he's at full strength then. Um, but I, you know, I'm not, I can't belabor, belabor that enough. I, I really, as long as he's healthy, uh, I don't care where that young man plays. Here's the thing on the list of my, my Padres worries. He's about fifth for me. He is. I, because I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't, I think that's hot, like just complete malarkey. And was one, a, to a use reported one, as such this morning to as well. To use one of your curse words. I think it's, it's malarkey. Put that rumor to rest. Right. Watch your language. I will. Um, I He's just not somebody I'm worried about. I know what he's capable of. I worry about his health, certainly. But I don't need him to be my starting shortstop this year. I don't need him to be my starting second baseman. I don't need him to be my starting center fielder. And it'd be nice if he was my starting left fielder. But I don't know that that's going to happen either. So um, I need him in the lineup. He's fifth on my worry list. My number one worry is Manny Machado opting out. My number two worry is who's our fifth and sixth starter. You know, those are the things that I'm I'm really concerned about. Um, you know, do we are we going to get a DH? Is are we just going to rotate? Is Tatis going to be the DH? How's that going to work? Those are the things I'm concerned about. Tatis and his his attitude and all that is like fifth on my list of, of Padres. Write worries. down Padres worries. We can uh, we can expand on that in a segment at some point. For sure. Right now, though, let's uh, give Paulie the floor for today's edition of the Rindle Report. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. With Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Still amazed earlier this week when we had the uh, Tier 1 and wrestling announcer who worked to bless the mood into his call. That was amazing. Excellent. Amazing. All right, gentlemen, we will start off in the NHL. We don't get to a ton of hockey uh, here on Ben and Woods, but, man, what a career for Alex Ovechkin. I don't think you hear his name Often enough amongst the all-time greats in sports, but yesterday scored the 800th of his career. Just the third player in NHL history, Wayne Gretzky, of course, and Gordie Howe, to reach 800, and he did it on his way to a hat trick last night. Amazing. He did it in style. It was the ESPN game right before the the Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. Yep. I mean, they were hoping, like, oh, please, let him get a hat trick tonight and get to 800, and he delivered... Like the biggest stars do on the big stages. Every single goal with the same team, Washington Capitals. uh, It says here the 37-year-old. It was his 1,305th career game. It was his 20th goal of the season that gave him 18 consecutive seasons with at least 20 goals. And only two other players have ever accomplished that. And Wayne Gretzky wasn't one of them. You know that dumbass thing that sports radio hosts do where they're like, I could line up at wide receiver in the NFL one time. I could run onto a basketball court one time uh, and not take a shot. I could 
I could play first base. I could take an mm-hmm. at bat. The one the one thing you could never do is a shot on goal in the NHL. Nobody. Not none of Try us. Try to keep your balance. Try to keep your balance and your stick down and catch the pass. And you couldn't even get a shot on goal in the NHL. It, it would be impossible. I mean, if they were wearing sneakers like field hockey, <laughs> it's a tough street sport. hockey. Yeah, no to doubt. do it all while balancing on ice skates is just unbelievable. You know the the. It still amazes me when I see guys score goals because it's so fast. The passing, the behind the backs, the backward skating, the the beautiful give and go, the one timer, all of that. Like it's I, it, it truly is staggering to pump eight hundred of those bad boys in is pretty so staggering. Ovet- a thousand something. Ovechkin at, at thirty seven is still a very productive player. <laughs> yes, eight hundred goals. Do you know how many Wayne Gretzky scored in his career? How many? The record eight hundred ninety four. It's not. It's not definitely out of the within. Realm. It's very much within reach. The great ones record. Damn it, man for Alex Ovechkin. Who's, who's second? Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe is second. Yeah. Man, that is. Uh, it's a lot of goals. Good chance that uh, we may have a new record holder in like three years. All right, we we'll switch over to the World Cup. Uh, just an update on a just the sad, sad story that we've talked about throughout the week about uh, soccer reporter Grant Wall. Uh, his wife wrote yesterday, or I guess technically this morning, on her husband's Substack newsletter that he had. Um, just kind of gave an update. They had the autopsy, and uh, she wrote that Grant died from the rupture of a slowly growing, undetected, oh. ascending aortic aneurysm with hemopericardium. Mm. So he was murdered the- by secret agents in Qatar. Right, hemopericardium. Cardium refers to blood in the sac that surrounds your heart. So, um, way too young. Basically, I, I I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to say it's similar to like a heart attack, but there was a ton of ch- chest pressure. They said that he was experiencing before his death that could have shown initial symptoms, but says here that no amount of CPR or shocks would have saved him. Um, yeah, 49 years old, man. God bless. Two years away from that, Benny. Terrifying. Terrifying. Very scary. I think, um, obviously, there was some suspicious, yeah. you know, being that age and being what had gone on with his his rainbow T-shirt and the, the coverage that he had done in Qatar about the migrant workers and everything. Can you imagine, though, I mean, if that had turned well, out to the be the case? International incident. The biggest man. ever. They're probably in Qatar. They're going... You didn't. You didn't do anything to him, did you? That would have been really, really dumb. And now it's a, just a sad, sad story. Um, I, amazing. I didn't know as much about Grant Wall, obviously. I think as I should have going into these last couple of weeks. The kind of guy that he was. And I saw hundreds of people yeah. saying kind of the same sentiment, though. Like, hey, I, I got into soccer because of your writing, yeah, or of I am so. Like, I'm not an expert, and and reading your stuff over the years developed my love for the game sure. and everything. He was, yeah, he's going to be missed, man, in the soccer community for sure. Uh, and then finally, to completely switch tones here, a Phoenix police officer is being investigated for allegedly making and distributing um, adult films oh. while he was on duty and working from home. Dirty cop. <laughs> so that's that's a Very no-no. Well could be the title. Working on the side while you're working. A side job whilst you're on the clock for the right. Phoenix Police Department. Well, not, you're on the taxpayer's dime. It's more of a get you fired sort of thing. 
Um, I don't know that you're allowed to shoot adult films in the Phoenix area, but I know that, well, I've heard that you, many of them you come know from about, Arizona. You do know some of the I've heard. regulations? Certainly. I know the San Fernando Valley is supposedly one. a a hotbed of such activity. It was. It was. <laughs> I do know that it, the Phoenix Scottsdale area is pretty much known for it now. I heard that. <sighs> He, uh, 30-year-old officer Christian Goggins um, has been producing and selling and distributing adult videos starring himself. With a cop-themed? Probably a cop He goes theme. by the name Rico Blaze. Okay. What and, would be your um, adult <laughs> film name? Because you already kind of have one. <laughs> <clears throat> Probably just Stephen Lee Wood. Just <laughs> 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 the S. <laughs> Stephen Lee. You got to throw your middle name. In. Yeah, Stephen Lee Wood <laughs> would be it. Would be it. <laughs> yeah, Rico Blaze. He's been doing it uh, since 2019. Paulie. Yeah, he was. It says here when he was on home assignment for the police department, he was shuttling between Phoenix and Vegas to produce and star. What is described as extremely what is graphic. Home, what is home duty for a police officer? You work from home? That's a weird job to work from home, I feel like. You wake up, you put your you uniform on, and you're like, Zoom? What, you just walk hey, around? I'm sending you, you paper Zoom link to read you your rights. You're under arrest. <laughs> you're just doing paperwork, right? You're just doing yeah. administrative stuff? It's his, boring. Uh, his Twitter account went private. Yeah, it did. Oh, not, there not, he is. Not Officer Christian Goggins's tweet Twitter account, but Rico Blaze, Rico Blaze X. Um, yeah, boy, he wasn't. His... He wasn't real like. I mean, he doesn't slick say he's about, a he, cop. Was, he wasn't slick about it though. No, he wasn't. I mean, creator, Rico gamer, Blaze. face painter. Check that out. Says uh, I create art, and my eggplant emoji is, is the, the pen. The pen. He's being investigated. What's the, the what's the char? What's the crime? Just I actually don't know. But uh, the did he not have a license for all this? Or? <laughs> the Phoenix Police Department has confirmed that Goggins is now the subject of an open internal investigation, internal. and they would not go into further detail. IA is on him. Oh yeah, internal affairs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all right. What was his name? Rico Blaze. Rico, Rico Blaze. Blaze. Okay. Check that out. <laughs> Ben, well, I got a homework assignment for you today. Yes. What would be your porn name, Polly? Adult. Adult film name. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, haven't, I, I, I can honestly say I haven't put thought into it. I got that. it. P.P. Rindle. <laughs> Instead of P.T. Rindle, P.P. Rindle. What would be yours, Ben? Ben Hoggins. He's... Oh I thought about oh this. My god. Oh, my holy god. oh my god. Oh my god. Holy oh my god. crap. Oh my, god. oh my god. Oh my god. His face. Oh my god. That's so why you asked us. No time you have, at all. You have thought about that, and that is why you asked us. I just started thinking about it. You did not just come up that with story. that. When you, I just started when you thought of that story, and, and Stephen Lee Wood over there can't give <laughs> us his name. Ben. P.P. Rindle and Ben Hoggins. Save that. Just his. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! What just happened? So casually, just Ben Hoggins. You know that. 
Tune in to kickoff with Boomer and Valenti Fridays at 6 p.m. as former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss big NFL news and preview the most important games of the week right here on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be back after a check of traffic here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I, I, I can honestly say I haven't put thought into I got it. P.P. Rindel. <laughs> Is that a P.T. Rindel? P.P. Rindel. What would be yours, Ben? Ben Hagen. He's thought about this. Holy crap. William tweets in. Spit out my coffee laughing with the Ben Hagen's comment going into the boomer read. Guy said he had to pull over. Another guy said he had to pull over his FedEx truck and regroup. You're causing accidents out there with your Ben Hagen. with your deranged, perverted behavior. Worse than that, I'm uh, delaying all those holiday gifts that need to be delivered. Yeah, the FedEx trucks out there today. It's unbelievable. Paul ben has come Hagen. up with the uh, the AI generated image now of Ben Hagen. of Ben Hoggins <laughs> that you can see on the Ben and Woods Twitter page. If you he says, it. "I'm going to need that Ben Hoggins T-shirt in the Ben and Woods online shop ASAP." He looks like he's been in the industry for a few <laughs> years. Actually, he's not like a fresh faced new he's star. He's a crafty, crafty <laughs> he's veteran. <a> mogul. <laughs> yeah, he's a crafty, crafty veteran. Been around the block once or twice. Once or twice. You are a gem, is what you are. Your poor mother, right now. You have to call her, settle her down after no, the show. She'll, she's laughing, hopefully. Or not listening, even. <laughs> ben Hagen. I hope your mom doesn't listen. She always she listens. All I know, time. she listens all the time. All the time. I know. All the time. Uh, I apologize in advance, Kim, for Friday at 730. I'll just say that. Okay. And I don't even know what it is. Nope. I am in the dark on this one for the holiday and Christmas extract. And you will be until it's time. And I do apologize in advance. Uh, good grades here from uh, an A from ESPN's Bradford Doolittle for the Carlos Correa signing in San Francisco. No no qualms about 13 years for a shortstop who's going to be in his 40s when the, the contract is done. It's just something the Giants need to do, and they went out and did it. It's just that simple. Uh, if you're going to be competitive right now on the free agent market... You've got to give out a ton of years and a ton of cash. It's I know. The it's, only, it's the only way. But again, I have not seen one article yet, not one, pointing to you know how is this sustainable for the San Francisco Giants. Like we always get when the San Diego Padres do anything at all. Anything at all. Right? Correct. Not one. I haven't seen one person. I haven't seen Ken Rosenthal, Jeff Passan, um, you know, nobody locally in San Francisco, uh, n- nobody, not one person saying, I-, I just don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know how they're going to swing this. So, again, um, our owner makes money, too, and has a lot of money as well. And it just goes to show you there are no, there's no such thing as a small market. There's just small market mentality. If money wasn't part of the equation, no object, of the four shortstops, we never really had this conversation, I think, because... At the time, I don't think we were thinking the Padres were going to be in on them. But if you could just pick any of them, would you have picked Trey Turner? Would you have picked Carlos Correa? I don't think anyone would have picked Gansby Swanson. I might have gone with Xander Bogarts from the beginning, though. 
as the guy I wanted the most out of that foursome. I I love what Trey Turner can do, you know, the skill set that he brings to a lineup, but I think there's some weaknesses there. Yeah, I think there's defensive weaknesses for sure. Um, And again, a big part of his game is speed. That's not going to be there forever. Uh, He looked lost in the playoffs last year. Um, It would be between Xander and Correa for me. but Correa might be the overall best player, but in terms of maybe best teammate and... If you're going to sign a guy for a long term, give me Xander. You know, I I feel like Xander Bogarts is going to be paying dividends even when he's 38 and may not be the same productive player that he was in his early 30s. I still feel like he's going to be a cornerstone type player that, you know, the young guys are going to lean on and learn from and is going to set the example of what it what it means to be a Padre yeah. for the next decade. I think so too, man. I really do. You know, like Manny's doing now yep. after Manny's gone, you know, if he you know, hopefully doesn't opt out, but even if he is here, you know, you think Xander's probably gonna be here longer than everybody but Tatis. Yeah. You know, and he's gonna be the guy that people are mostly looking toward. Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, I think it's a great pick. And I you know, we it's still a, a bit surreal because we haven't we saw him in the uniform, but we haven't seen him on the field. You know, and and that's just it. It 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 brightens it up. It it makes it real. You know, opening day when he runs out, takes shortstop and is in the two hole or wherever he's going to hit for the Padres three hole. It uh, it's staggering. It's it's amazing to think about. So, um, yeah, I, I the there's some injury concerns with Correa. Not enough to to not warrant a thirteen year three hundred fifty million dollar deal. Um, but I think Xander's been more durable than any of those guys, and I think. He hopefully, knock on wood, will continue to be that. And and again, the guy that posts every single day and is in the lineup, the guy you can count on, just like our third baseman. And while the Giants are undoubtedly improved with yeah. Correa and some of the other moves they've made, I still feel like they're a they're a level below the Padres and Dodgers still. And I don't know how they get there now. What's what's left that they're going to need to do to take that next step? Well, we're, we 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 have work to do as well. We do, and and not to be a negative Nancy or anything, but I I um, that's probably misogynistic. Not to be a negative Nick. Uh, thank you. Um, I, there's still work to be done here, and and you know I, we said it the day after they they signed Xander. There's just no guarantee um, that everything's going to break right. There's just no guarantee. It, it, you know, is Blake Snell going to have a good year? Is is you Darvish going to have a good year? Is Nick Martinez going to be? You're a reliable fourth starter. Is Joe Musgrove going to continue his his fine work? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's still there's still a lot of things to worry about if you're a baseball fan. That's just the nature of the game, though. It, nothing to panic about after Benny. If they started four and sixteen, I mean, yeah, it sucks. It's an uphill battle, um, but that could very well happen. You just don't know. You just don't know. So um, there's still nothing to panic about. There's a lot of games to be played. And there's going to be a lot of different combinations to see what works, and it's going to be health dependent, and it's going to be who steps up and who backslides a little bit, you know. So it's it all kind of evens out in the end after 162. But there's there's the Giants, the Giants by bolstering their pitching a little bit, they've made themselves a little bit better. They have, and and then of course getting Correa makes them a lot better. But don't know that they're in our our class uh, as of now. But you're talking about a team that won 107 games two years ago. You know, and and they know how to do it. A lot of those same guys are going to be there. Yeah, and uh, I think they definitely can consider themselves a wild card contender now. A- absolutely, absolutely, and they still have some pretty good pitching. So it's they're they're not going to be they're not going to roll over. Um, they're not going to roll over for the Padres and the Dodgers certainly.
All right, uh, we got one segment left today. Uh, we'll come back. If you haven't heard, we'll give you some more details on our Christmas and holiday extravaganza that is coming up. It's a must-listen show on Friday, and we'll turn things over to the Coach John Cantera at the top of the hour with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sour 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Easy, Ben Hawkins. Got your authorized oral treatment right here. Oh, my God. He, 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 stopped. Can't. he can't stop. Bane, Bane, all he said earlier. You're out of control. You're out of control. You get really horny around the holidays or something. <laughs> just probably that vacation, the end of the year kind of end of the school year sort of syndrome where things get a little off the rails. They do. Last week at school, they do. Yeah, a little. There's a touch of senioritis going around the Ben and Woods camp. There's off the rails, and then there's then there's Ben Hoggins. Porno Ben. Paul brought up the story. I get it. 
Tell me everybody about the tweet you just read that made us giggle. So this is, uh, I thought this was an interesting question. Our friend Craig Calcaterra retweeted this from uh, someone named Ashley Latimer. She said, what was the celebration restaurant your family ate at when you were a child that you didn't realize was not, in fact, a five-star establishment until you became an adult? She says, ours was CeCe's Pizza. Now that, you could never mistake CeCe's for a five-star restaurant. But when you're a little kid and you get to keep going up to the thing and filling your plate with as much as you can, I can understand why you as a five, six, seven-year-old go, this is the greatest thing in, in my life. Craig's answer was uh, Herc's Beef House on Grand River in Detroit. In my mind, it was an experience. In reality, it was probably a golden corral with a small non-smoking section. Says they're calling themselves U.S. Family Restaurant now. Now, what it was yours? Like a four-star restaurant? <laughs> no. <laughs> That you thought was not a five. <laughs> this is this is really good. And then your mom and dad are like, actually, I here, would this say, is a five. I would say it was probably the chart house. That place is fancy. I know. Well, I mean, oh you know, they had the maps God. on the tables That's and you like, had the view of <laughs> no, the, it's not. the place where we really went for celebrations, though. We had a little Chinese place uh, near our house called Peter Chang's. And we always used to go there. It used to be above where, you know, where the Jack in the Box is in Encinitas? Yeah. It was in the little above mall up oh, there. Oh, yeah, okay. And there was a Chinese restaurant, and we used to go there all the time for the Chinese restaurant birthdays. As well. My grandpa loved it. Everyone really liked it. You know, I liked their sweet and sour pork. And You have always, there he is, pork again. Uh, <laughs> you love Chinese and have for a long time. I have, Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Kung Pao. Grew up on it. Yeah. yeah. So that was the restaurant. That was like, yeah. It wasn't super nice, though. No, no, no. I mean, I think nowadays it would be... In, Step above uh, Panda Express. Now, did they have? <laughs> you grew up here in, in in Southern California. Did they have steak and ale here? I don't remember steak and ale. You've heard the we name. We may have though. had cask and cleaver, oh, that's but fantastic. I don't know if we had steak and ale. So yeah, steak and ale. I remember we had hungry hunter. My uncle had his um, rehearsal dinner at steak and ale, and you walk in and you're like, "Hey, look at this! This is the steakhouse." And you're a kid, you're you know ten years old, and you think. This is the pinnacle of food at Steak and Ale. Steak, baked potato, you know, the whole thing. In reality, it was much uh, like a golden corral as well. And you you, you found that. Er- Sizzler Plus. I was trying to think for me, like, we didn't go out for steaks. Like, right. my mom could cook a steak sure. really yeah. well. My dad, too. But I'm tr- I was trying to think. I mean, my parents split when I was like 11. So, like, as far as like family outings yeah, to like big, big fan, celebrations, like it was like Outback, you know? And oh, yeah. Because you're there, you're going out to eat, and they're bringing you a giant a steak. A big old steak. You think this is great. Yeah. It's and really good, though. I, I mean, like Outback. Out Have you ever I'm had Outback? I'm not out knocking Outback, but yeah, it, you I've know. had a blooming onion. It's delicious. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's always a, when I used to travel a lot, I would find an Outback. Because it was right in the wheelhouse. Out back in, you know, Roots Chris or something. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But steak and ale, Paulie, was... I mean, there's pictures of it, and it looks like... Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's. Well, how would you describe this, Ben? Here's an abandoned steak and ale. That's what it looked like. It's got the crisscross wood. Yeah, it looks like um, something from... Uh, a fake Dutch village. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> like an old Dutch restaurant is what it looks like. But when you're a kid, also, when I was a kid, I thought Red Lobster was like, if you're eating seafood, you're eating fancy. And if you're eating fancy, you're eating at Red Lobster. Have you ever been to a Red Lobster? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. 
We need to make that happen. I did go maybe where was the was it where was the place they had the all you could eat shrimp? I really wanted that I when I was it. a kid. That's it. I may have gone just mm-hmm. I wanted all you can eat mm-hmm. shrimp once in my life. Yeah. You can have all, all the different ways. Different, yeah, scampi, <laughs> fried, fried, popcorn. Yeah. Delicious. Is that, I, I yeah, definitely did that lobster. once. I felt yeah. like, ooh, I would like all you, you can eat shrimp. I think as a kid, we went out to Olive Garden because the the servers are all dressed with a nice dress shirt dress and shirt a tie. On. Yeah. He still won't go. He's still unbelievable. To Olive Garden. Black Angus was the place, uh, Angelo says. Black Angus. Have you ever been to Black Angus? I have definitely I've, been to Black Angus. I've passed it before. Um, no, that was funny when you were a little kid. I mean, my kids. See, like we we didn't do a lot of the big going out for celebrations. Like my mom would, she was a very good, is a very good cook, and like she would just cook a big meal for us to eat at home to like celebrate. If it was a big fancy occasion, she'd make chicken cordon bleu or oh, something. We yeah. ate a lot of chilies <laughs> growing up in Texas. A lot. Like three days a week. Yeah, we birthdays and like lesser events were like Red Robin for us. Did dad tell you not to order the baby back ribs though? Because they were. I wouldn't eat don't them. Don't do it. Oh, no, what? Don't no, I'm just. Oh, I'm no, I wouldn't. I don't really like baby yeah. back ribs. Oh, you don't? No. You don't like baby back ribs? They're okay. If I'm going to Chili's, I'm getting chicken crispers or I'm getting fajitas because that's what the good things are. Fajitas. Now, that was, that was um, something that was very popular. Back in, like, the 90s. Huge. Uh, Evan in Mira Mesa says, In my nine-year-old mind, Black Angus in Mira Mesa was a Michelin star restaurant. I put ketchup on my plate for my steak. My dad nearly smacked me across the table. So at least he respected the place. Black (laughs) Angus. Yeah. (laughs) Phenomenal. Little kids can be duped in anything. That's Trust true. Trust me. They, they can absolutely be duped Do in Do your anything. kids have any favorite restaurants yet? You know what they are now getting into? is their their biggest kick is going out to eat, eating in the restaurant. So I pick up Bo from school yesterday, and I he goes, I go, we got to go get dinner. He goes, what are we getting? I go, Surf Brothers. He goes, we're eating Surf Brothers again? And I go, fine, what do you want? He goes, I want Mexican food. And I go, dude, it's a Tuesday. I can't, I'm disgusting. Like, I can't eat Mexican food. I can't. I get... I love it. It's so good, but my body swells up. I feel <laughs> like I, you know, you, you don't feel great after you do it about yourself. I don't, at least. And I try something else. But he goes, "Can we go eat at Surf Brothers at least?" I go, "No, your mom's at home." He goes, "Well, we can just eat without her, and then we can bring her something." I go, "No, he likes to eat at restaurants." So I took the two of them to Surf Brothers a week ago. We <laughs> sat inside and ate with the three of us. Go to Jersey Mike's. We were there. We saw your son the other day. Um, they like to eat at restaurants. Don't really care where it is. They just like to be sitting at a restaurant causing havoc. They don't need fancy tablecloths. No, yet. they do not need fancy tablecloths yet. Uh, in fact, they, they, they barely eat. So that's kind of where we are. They just really like going out to eat, which is fun. Refillable drinks. Oh, so yeah. You can go Absolutely. and Absolutely. get your own drinks. You're always. Cream Steve, by the way, tweets in and says, My parents subscribed to Applebee's being some dirty ghetto restaurant. So when we wanted nice. We went to Chili's. <laughs> you know, I place. would say Chili's is a step up from Applebee's. That's yeah, I, my I, that's my take. But Applebee's is not bad. Uh, Travis, our buddy Travis Devlin, this is my kids think Shogun is fine dining. 100%. Benny Hanna, when you were a kid, you're like, what's up? Who wants a taste? I mean, that was it, man. Hometown Buffet is another good one. Uh, these you are love great. Benny You're a Benny Hanna. Oh, you love, love Benny Hanna. I love it. Generally, the finest of establishments, and I have eaten at some really fine restaurants, never throw the food into your mouth. 
Let's just say that. <laughs> they don't do a train sound either. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make a volcano out of onions. Nope. And you're telling me Mr. A's downtown. Nope. I can't get it. They do not toss anything down <laughs> your gullet at Mr. A's. They do not. <laughs> a decent rule of thumb, I suppose. I'm about to pass out right now thinking of going to Mr. A's. Like, Open your mouth. Here. Flip a shrimp in your mouth. Out on the beautiful. I've never even eaten there. I've just had drinks there. I just chuck a filet at you. Whack! <laughs> Open your mouth for steak frites. Okay. <laughs> I submit that there should be. I submit that there should be more throwing of food at restaurants. That's what I say. <laughs> it comes at Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's recover what we just lost it. here on ninety seven through the fan. So you remind me. You reminded me of a, a staycation I went on with my wife Hannah. We went to Palm Springs years ago. We had just started dating. I think it was our first trip away together. So very sexy, right? Very fun. You know, you're newly in love. And I think there was a Benihana in the hotel. And if I'm not mistaken, it was the JW Marriott uh, in Palm Springs. And we get out there, and we're sitting at a table at Benihana, and they're flipping the deal. And I'll never forget, it. <laughs> like, not only is it, like, if you catch one, great. You're the star of the table. I, there was a kid, he was probably 11, getting berated by his father for being an idiot and an uncoordinated turd because he couldn't catch one. <laughs> and this kid is probably, this is seven, eight, nine years ago. This kid's probably not well adjusted. He says, like, let's go. Come on. Open your mouth. Like, berating him because he could not catch a shrimp in his mouth at Benny Hunt. It's at dinner. not I will that never easy, forget actually. It. I will never it's, forget. It's not. It's tougher than if you think it's going to be. If you give me the shrimp in my hand, I can throw it up and catch it. You flipping it to me, I mean, you really got to time it out perfectly. So the dad was berating this cat. Kevin wants to join our conversation here. Kevin, good morning. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Good morning, Ben and Woods. Good morning. Um, you remember this, uh, Ben. I, we used to go to a restaurant called in Mission Valley called Love's Barbecue. Yeah, Loves. I remember Loves. Yeah, and we when we were kids, we thought that was the greatest place. You know, they bring out the dessert cart at the end. Oh, and the, you cart. Can the cart. It was awesome. Oh, the cart, man. They, uh, That's when you feel like you're in a fancy Oceanside, place. too, on El Camino Real at the 78, if I remember correctly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, dessert cart. That's the thing. That's when you think you're in business. You, when yeah, they have lacquered up those desserts, did so you guys you can have actually see them before you order them? Yeah. Did you have Luby's here? Luby's. Luby's no, cafeteria. I don't think so. like cafeteria. We used to go to the cafeteria a lot. Cafeteria, and, like cafeteria, has a bad connotation. Yeah. Usually. When you hear cafeteria, you go, "I don't want to go there." Yeah. When I was a kid, Luby's was like after church. You go to Luby's and you go through the line, and you're like, ah, "I don't really like salad. I'll take fish fillet, mashed potatoes, corn." And then they had the strawberry shortcake dessert, the pie, the soda, whatever you wanted. Uh, and you just pick what you want. And you don't realize when you're a little kid, this is costing my grandfather like $37 because I've put, I've got raisins, salad. It wasn't I've an all-you-can-eat no, no. sort of thing. It was it all wasn't a soup plantation. No, it was all a cart. So you back, have, yeah, that, back in the day, they didn't have the all-you-can-eat <laughs> concept. No, it was all a cart. And you could add whatever you wanted, but it was going to cost you at the end. And, uh, oh, God, I'd so, I loved Luby's. Loved it. It was so, so good. And if I had to eat it now, though, it would probably be one of those, this was better when I was seven. Do you do the buffets in Vegas every no. you go? No. no I've done a couple a, of them. But. Not, a big, uh, not a big buffet guy. 
I like pizza buffets. Pizza buffet. pizza buffet I will go to. I don't know if they do them anymore anywhere, but that I got still get a kick out I of. I know that there is, um, at least there used to be, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken used to have they don't have it anymore. a couple of buffet restaurants. The one in Elsinore was a buffet, and people who would go to watch a storm game yeah. would make it, Padres fans make it a point to hit the buffet-style Kentucky Fried Chicken in Lake Elsinore. That does not need to be a buffet. That's true. The problem for me with a buffet is you got... A hundred people in line, all scratching their ass and then touching this. Spoon. Well, the pandemic really put a the kibosh on a lot of the buffet style restaurants. And they're grabbing the thing, and then they're loading, and they're leaning over, and I'm like, "Buddy, it's green beans." It's like you can tell you don't need to lean down. Those are green beans. You've seen them since you were a kid. You know those are green beans. Put them on your plate or move down the line. And they're looking, and people are coughing, and I don't want a buffet. I mean, there's anymore. a sneeze guard there. Yeah, but, I understand, but it's not infallible. I told the story of the Are salad barge at the truck stop in, in Utah yes. when we were driving, and Michelle wanted to get the salad barge at the truck stop at the end of the day at like 10.30 p.m. Absolutely hideous. Definitely so. That was fun. I liked that a lot. That was fun. Uh, just Short House, by the way, is his low-end <laughs> restaurant, which is incredible. <laughs> Losing money is no fun. Winning is. The BetQL app uses proven data analytics to make smarter bets. BetQL looks at every bet from every game and ranks them on a scale of one to five stars. Those five-star bets, your best chances to cash in. Get started today. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. You are something, man. Chart out. So the, the music would Places, possibly right there. Cost you, family four costs you two fifty easy at Chart House. Easily. <laughs> Maybe not back like, in the day. Eh. It's low end. That'll do it for us. Uh, one regular show, one extravaganza to go uh, for Ben and Woods the rest of the week. Coach John Cantera coming up next for executive producer Paul Rindle for Stephen Lee Wood. I'm Ben Hawkins. Have a great rest of your Wednesday from all of us here at 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.